right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Back from the weekend, and uh, this is the... I guess the week we count down to Halloween, even though there's going to be a weekend to kind of drink yourself up into a position where you'll be accepting Halloween. Um, but uh, I think we're going to have our main Halloween show on Friday this week. So, you know, stay tuned for that. And, you know, a lot of great topics, too, that, uh, you know, we've been touching on. A lot of great guests, too, they are going to be coming on this weekend. We, we've, we've been doing pretty good, I think, with a lot of the... I mean, a lot of the news right now is kind of political, and it's it's good to be able to escape from a lot of this nonsense and just talk about things I think that are uh, a lot of fun, actually. And I, I've always made the argument that stories about UFOs and aliens are part of the Halloween season is they've always been a subject that remains to be a big unknown and that many of our alien films you know the, the science fiction films we see around halloween apart from et the extraterrestrial uh they've been horror films i mean alien is one of the best films ever it's, it's scary it's claustrophobic it's really creepy in fact uh you know if, if you want to count et as an, an alien film um that's cool uh, but the cute little E.T. movie, actually, uh, if you know any history about this this uh, E.T. film, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, it's supposed to be a horror movie. And I know little cute E.T.s, you know, aren't scary, but after uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind was made, and it was very successful, uh, Columbia Pictures wanted to make a sequel the Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And Steven Spielberg, yeah, he didn't want to. But after the release of Jaws 2 from Universal Studios, Spielberg wanted to be involved in making a horror film of some kind. So he sat down and wrote a treatment called Watch the Skies, which was, of course, the um, that was the original title for our Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And what he was writing about was one of my favorite alien I guess you could say goblin stories. It's the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter. And I've talked about it maybe once or twice. There was actually a guy who said that the aliens have come back to Kelly, to the Hopkinsville area. But what, 
what it is is there was a uh, it's a story that goes back to a Kentucky family who claimed they witnessed strange lights in the sky and then they were terror- terrorized by what they call goblins that were peering in their windows and of course Steven Spielberg heard this story from Jalen Hynek who of course many people know is one of the great ufologist who actually worked on close encounters of the third kind. So after Watch the Skies was renamed Night Skies, uh, they they had to rename it because someone apparently owned the rights to the phrase. Spielberg got together with uh, legend John Sayles. John Sayles just wrote Piranha at the time. And then, of course, he wanted Joe Dante to help direct because they needed to flesh out the screenplay. So what Sales did is he made a draft of uh, some of the alien characters, the malicious goblin alien characters that are, you know, terrorizing this family. And he came up with these strange ideas for the names of these aliens, Squirt, Scar, Clued, and Hoodoo. And they're supposed to be this, this alien brood that threaten a rural family and brutally kill livestock with one touch of their long bony finger, which uh, emits an eerie light. Of course, kind of like what E.T. did, you know, there's a little light on the finger. Um, and uh, yeah, so obviously the scripts didn't make it, but I guess the light finger and the light heart made it. Otherwise, Neil Diamond wouldn't have a hit song. But uh the script was shelved, of course, but then it was rewritten. It was rewritten to be a story about ghosts and demons plaguing a family. And that film was called Poltergeist. Yes. So it's funny how, I think it's interesting how goblins and ghosts and all things paranormal seem to be interchangeable. And some argue that aliens, of course, are interchangeable with demons and goblins and ghosts and things like that. And that's why I, I think, they're a Halloween topic in a way because they, they can be terrifying. Uh, they're a terrifying idea at Halloween or at any time of the year, really. I mean, think about it. It was this time of the year in October of 1938 where Orson Welles announced to an audience, uh, uh, basically said that the world was under attack by aliens. He did that radio performance that, called the War of the Worlds. Uh, Martians were invading New Jersey, and listeners were just terrified to believe that the Earth was under attack by hostile aliens, namely Martians. And, of course, Orson Welles did the War of the Worlds, and it was part of this uh, weekly series that they were doing on the uh, radio theater. And at night, it was funny because the night they were on the air, they were they were suffering from bad ratings. And I think it was uh, Edgar Bergen that was on the air that night. Uh, he had a radio show, Edgar Bergen did. And I think Rudy Valley was on the show. And apparently uh, Rudy Valley was singing and nobody wanted to listen to Rudy Valley for some reason. So they switched the channel right in the middle of War of the Worlds. And, uh, of course, the Mercury Theater was doing this as a, a scary performance. And, um, like I said, it, it certainly scared people because people – ended up in the middle of the broadcast because they were all tuning in to Edgar Bergen uh, and Charlie McCarthy. And, and of course, you know, something came on that bored the hell out of them. And so they thought, well, let's change the channel and see what's going on with Wells and the Mercury Theater. 
And so they got it. They got this alien invasion that they weren't expecting, and a number of people uh, were terrified of this. And uh, it, it certainly is a remarkable story. And, you know, it depends on who you talk to. Because I was in a documentary about about this, and um, it was said that, you know, the whole world panicked, or the, the United States panicked. Literally, not the whole country panicked, but a few people in the country panicked because it was pretty much a small audience compared to the audiences we have now in radio. So, but still an interesting topic. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clegg Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.